Let's talk about us. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Let's Talk About Us with Uche. That's a platform that I've created for myself in order to spread knowledge and empowerment. For this episode, I'm going to be talking about forgotten minorities. To me, forgotten minorities are minorities or people within a minority group that don't feel that they are represented enough. They don't feel visible enough. They don't feel that they are given enough recognition. And uh, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is a few years ago, I remember reading an article online um, about a gay man, an older gay man. Matter of fact, the title of the, the article is I'm an older gay man and I know it will get worse. I read this article and it literally brought tears to my eyes. Some of the things mentioned in this article are quite deep and personal. Um, I remember reading some of the things in the article that says about um, talk about growing older and Knowing that a lot of people within your age group are married, have kids, they they are occupied, and there's this awkward loneliness. You know, you go through your, especially especially for an older person who is not working, who is not going to school, you don't have a good sense of social life. You're not really in that good of a condition or good of a situation with your family, and you're at home, especially if you're naturally extroverted and you're the type of social person to be around people, positive energy and things like that. And you're home and there's not a whole lot of opportunities for you to socialize and mingle. It gets quite dark and, and very lonely, you know, and very cold. I would honestly admit that reading this article is definitely an eye opener as to some of the things that a lot of us young people or actually everyday people don't stop to think about. Loneliness is a real thing. I keep talking about this. Loneliness is it's a pandemic. It's not just a thing for old people. It's a thing that affects every single one of us, irrespective of race, class, money, uh, gender. It uh, doesn't matter how good looking you are. doesn't matter at all. A lot of people are genuinely lonely. It's just that a lot of people are not likely to talk about loneliness. It's a pandemic. Unfortunately, vulnerable minorities such as older people are hit the hardest. And even more specifically, people within sub-minority groups like LGBTQ, older people are hit with loneliness. And just reading this article brought that awareness to me and it really deepened and pained me so much that I decided to do further research about this and bring awareness to some of the minority groups that don't feel represented enough. I understand that the LGBT community has come a long way in America, especially considering that only a few decades ago, gay people were being imprisoned. It was illegal to be gay. You know what I mean? I I think I remember watching videos or even reading articles where gay people were being hosed down by the police. Basically, being gay was a crime. And we've come a long way to the point that in America, you can legally get married to a person of the same sex and the federal government uh, can acknowledge it and respect and recognize it and, you know, things like that. And in a broad picture, members of the LGBTQ community are protected, you know what I mean, by civil laws and stuff like that. Like, you can't legally discriminate against somebody for being gay. You can't not hire somebody because they're gay, you know, little things like that. And even gay people have come a long way to the point that there are 
parades you know most major cities in america and even outside of america have parades annual parades that recognize lgbtq empower lgbtq even hollywood platforms like hollywood big platforms like hollywood have actually started incorporating more gay icons more gay stories gay cast you know things like that and for the most part it's a positive picture for the most part considering uh, what the narrative was just a few decades ago. Unfortunately, this is not very inclusive. Not every part of the LGBTQ, not every member of the LGBTQ community feels represented enough. Matter of fact, doing my research and reading a lot of articles, I came across a lot of people who have complained so much about discrimination within the LGBTQ community by members of the LGBTQ community based on race. Oftentimes, a lot of people of color, specifically black and Asian men, feel like they are being discriminated against mostly by their uh, other races, specifically white um, counterparts. I feel like, in my personal opinion, I feel like a lot of this discrimination is rooted in media. When you look at the face of gay, Mostly white men are being represented. Mostly white men are being casted in movies, are being represented in magazines. The narrative is always white, you know, especially considering the fact that we live in the Western world where, unfortunately, the beauty standard has been white for a long time. And a lot of people gravitate towards this idea, this narrative that white is better. White is the idea. White is 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 basically the face of beauty, face of romance and all that. And this is all my opinion, by the way. I feel like another problem, too, is that, for example, considering the <clears throat> black American community, the black American community is very homophobic. They're very conservative and very religious. And being in the closet is a thing. You know, like a, a lot of times black people are less likely to accept LGBTQ. A black person a lot of times feel the need to be on the download, to be closeted, to not showcase their sexuality because of fear of being ostracized, fear of being marginal, further marginalized, uh, fear of being rejected, fear of being discriminated, you know, versus a lot of white folks who feel more confident coming out to their, say, their parents, you know, who are generally predominantly more accepting as opposed to the the black Americans and the same thing is also seen in immigrant families and Asian families where culturally these people are more um conservative in their in their mindset either either because of tradition or because of religion i think that's that's some of the reasons why um there's not enough of color being represented but at the same time too the point of this this particular segment is to say that yes even though from a broad perspective the lgbtq community has a voice has a representation it is very important to know that not everybody within the lgbtq within the LGBTQ community has a voice or is equally represented as it is with race. Just like this older man. Unfortunately, I have seen and witnessed many times a lot of younger gay men who disregard and disrespect older gay men just because they're older. And this is very, this is very hurtful, especially considering the fact that old age is something that you don't choose. It's just something that happens with time. And if you're lucky or blessed enough to go through this life and are blessed with the years, you know, eventually you will get older. And that's just what happens. You don't get to choose to get older or not get older. You know what I mean? And if you're lucky enough for everybody out there, you would someday be older. How would you like it if 
a younger person is giving you the same energy that you're giving to an older person, discriminated against you just because of something that you cannot control. And you would think that a lot of gay people would know better, considering the fact that gay people are marginalized in within the society as a whole. Um, another thing, too, I, I, I feel like a lot of younger gay people don't realize, or at least recognize, is the fact that before you have the right that you have today, a lot of these older folks had to pave the way for you. A lot of them were the ones who were heavily discriminated against more than you are right now. They have endured a lot of things that you as a person may not be able to handle right now. And it's because of them that you enjoy the privileges as an LGBTQ member in a country as the U.S., because of them and i think it is very wrong and very disrespectful and very inconsiderate to just toss people out just like that and just again reading this story it, it really broke my heart and i literally had tears rolling down my eyes and because i can just envision it matter of fact i, I think i remember <clears throat> reading this article and i remember a part that he said something about having to pay somebody for a hug you know how lonely could you possibly be that you have to pay somebody for a hug and this is true this is reality oftentimes when you go out you see a lot of older people they they tend to talk a little too much you know, and, and you get really, sometimes you get annoyed by it. But the truth is because a lot of times they don't really have anything going on for them. You know, a lot of times they're retired, kids are grown and moved out, have their own kids, have their own businesses, have things going on. And a lot of times, a lot of these people don't have the best social lives. And it's very important to not forget that loneliness is a thing and it's and and people of minority groups such as the lgbtq community are hit the hardest this particular episode is not about lgbtq at all it's just strictly about minorities and forgotten minorities there are a bunch of other forgotten minorities or sub minority groups that are not represented as much as they should be um within the society and I'm going to be making an episode specifically dedicated to LGBTQ matters. But for now, we're talking about minorities, forgotten minorities. Another group of sub-minorities I do want to talk about are women in general. Depending on who you ask uh, or what part of the world you live in, women are generally considered minorities. They're paid less, you know, uh, overlooked in certain positions. And there's always those stigma that follow just for being a woman, which I don't agree with. I believe that everybody should be given a fair opportunity to be a human being, no matter where you're at. But unfortunately, we don't live in a society that practices fair. Um, but over the years, a lot of women have fought for their voices, not just women, even men have helped fight for women's voices and recognition. Um, there's so many feminist uh, groups out there that have helped change the narrative for women. You know, women are no longer just sit at home, have kids type of situation. Today we have <clears throat> women in businesses, CEOs, leadership, you know, women in politics, women who make boss moves. But unfortunately, as we know or may not know, there are still some groups or subgroups of this minority group that don't feel represented enough. And one of those would be the black woman. Many articles that I've read and come across have always mentioned that the most disrespected group of people in America is the black woman. Now, there are a couple of reasons why the black woman is the most disrespected group of people in America, but that's a whole nother reason. That's a whole nother topic, and I'm going to be talking about that in a totally different episode on my podcast sometime in the future. But for now, we're just going to be, I'm going to be focusing on um, sub-minority groups that don't feel represented enough. Um, 
And black women happen to be one of the people or, you know, within a minority group that don't feel represented enough, in spite of the fact that women have fought so hard to occupy positions in America, be recognized and continue to do a lot of great things in the society. But even at that, black women are still the most disrespected, the most overlooked and some of the most underpaid people in America. And it's very important. The reason I'm talking about this is it's very important that while we're giving voices to minorities, it is extremely important that we are all inclusive. It is very important that when you're talking about gay rights, it is very important that you include every single person within the LGBTQ community. You don't get to pick and choose who you want to support today. You know, when you're giving voices to women, it is very important to know that, that there's no one single face of woman. You know what I mean? Women come in different shapes, different sizes, different age, different colors, different nationalities, different tongues, different religions, and things like that. It is very important because then if not, what happens is that you forget certain sub-minority groups and they feel left out. They feel underrepresented. Another minority group that I do want to talk about is the incels. Now, I ran into incels a few years ago, uh, like two or three years ago. I was watching a podcast, listening to a podcast, and somebody mentioned about, it talked about incels, and I quickly looked it up. And I was actually blown away by what I found. So apparently incels are, is a short for in, in, involuntary celibates. Basically a group of people who think that they're not attractive enough uh, to be engaged in romantic or sexual relationship with people possibly of the same sex or opposite sex. Um, I, I know that there's a whole community about this from my research. I, I learned there's a whole community about this, and they don't seem to have the best reputation, especially considering that some of them have taken to violence um, to address some of their issues or oppressions and society and stuff like that. And I also read and watched a lot of videos of basically the Internet community coming together to clown them, disrespect them, call them names and things like that back and forth. Now, I'm never I've never been an advocate for violence and I never will. I just I don't do violence at all because violence just does not solve any problems. However, I can relate. I can relate um, when it comes to being an in an, an involuntary celibate, or you know, I'm not an I'm not an incel. I've never been, and and hopefully I never will. But I can understand as a minority myself living in a society where you feel like you don't fit in, you know, just because the way you look or the way you think or whatever it is that makes you an individual, you feel like you're not part of the community. And I feel like that's what a lot of these people have to deal with. Unfortunately, a lot of them don't know how to go about it and it just kind of gives them a bad rap of oh, bad rap sorry and i i do just this is just my opinion i do believe that a lot of this problem is because we are very um superficial society we are very judgmental we go based on physical a lot of times that it's very easy to just put somebody in a box just by the way they look you know as a black man myself i've oftentimes had people who have presumptions of who i am without even getting to know me just simply by the way i look matter of fact i've had people i've had a friend of mine mention me to a stranger and describe me to a stranger and this stranger without having met me before just because of the fact that i'm nigerian the fact that i'm a man and the fact that i'm black just give their own opinion and it, it was a very nasty one about me so oftentimes i'm used to that so i can totally relate you know so 
my challenge for this particular subject, you know, incels, I feel like I'm going to be talking about this in depth in a totally different um, episode. But my challenge is instead of just boxing people in a, in, a, in a box just because they look different or they look awkward or they look weird or whatever it is, you take the initiative to reach out. You know, people want to feel like they are part of a community. They want to feel belong. They want to feel like a, a family. You know what I mean? If you work somewhere, you see a guy that doesn't really talk that much, doesn't look the best, you know, awkward, kind of socially awkward, doesn't dress the best and things like that. That person is probably is an incel. And I don't want to generalize, but I'm just saying, you know. Instead of making fun of that person or talking smack behind their back or trying to make them feel uncomfortable, it is very important to try to make them feel in included. Yes, you know, when you see them sitting sitting alone by themselves, you can walk up to them and just have a conversation, ask, how are you doing? You know, is everything okay? This and that, you know, like a little conversation to make them feel like a part of a community, you know. Because God forbid, if somebody like that commits suicide in your company, you know what I mean? Now you want to, you know, pretend that, oh, that they were such a nice person and this and that. But you have the opportunity to try to make a difference in somebody's life, you know. Again, I don't necessarily agree with the way a lot of these incels have gone about their community because a lot of things I've been reading online are not as positive, you know. But at the same time, too, I understand where they're coming from. And it's important to recognize them as a part of community a forgotten minority community, you know, give people a chance, not just based on the way they look, give people a chance. And it's all about personality, really. I know looks matter to a certain extent, but at the end of the day, give people a chance and try to know their mentality, their personality and go from there. If the person is not meant to be in your life, if they don't have the best personality, if they don't have the best outlook and they've not, and they're not the person for you, then yes, you move on. But at the same time, too, try to give people an opportunity and not just box them or put them in a box just simply because of the way they look. Because that could have a cat catastrophic effect in a person's mental health and also their perspective in life. Now, I do have to add that in addition to looks and personality, another major key factor is compatibility. It is very important to know if somebody is compatible to you or not. I myself, I've been through a series of relationships with people where I don't have the best compatibility with them and I have to walk away. And it's very important to know if you're compatible with somebody and if it's not going to work, you walk away, but give them a chance. And if you give them a chance that doesn't work, walk away. One last sub minority group that I do want to talk about is mental health as a disability. Oftentimes when people talk about disability with think about somebody in a wheelchair or with some type of prosthetics or some type of some type of mission to enable them with um, their daily living and stuff like that. You don't necessarily think about somebody that looks normal. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I'm personally affected. I suffer from a great deal of mental health problems such as depression and anxiety. And a lot of times, you know, because I'm young and I look able-bodied, a lot of people often think that you're pretending or making things up or seeking attention or, you know, basically goofing around and, you know, but that's not necessarily the, the case. And it's actually quite hurtful because it messes with your emotions and messes with your self-esteem even more. You know what I mean? Um, it is very important that we understand that disability is not only physical. There's a lot of people who have a lot of disabilities that may not necessarily be very, uh, that, that may not necessarily be physical to you, but they are there nonetheless. So while talking about disability, it is very important to include, make sure to include, be all inclusive while you know, instead of just disrespecting somebody just because of their disability, because you just don't know people's stories. Um, a person could look 
normal they could look healthy they could look young and all that but you don't know what they're battling with on the inside as i've experienced myself Again, my reason for doing this particular episode is to bring awareness to something that we, uh, as a society, we tend to overlook, you know, while giving voices to minorities, you know, or representing or, or giving voices to minority minority communities that represent you. It is very important to be inclusive. Don't just pick and choose, you know, do not pick and choose, you know, when it comes to sensitive matters like race, gender, you know, ethnicity, nationality, you know, little things like that, that you don't get to choose. It is very important to remember that you could easily be the person on the other end, you know, don't get to choose. And I know me, myself, I'm not perfect. You know, I have my own downfalls. I have, I have my mental health issues that I'm trying to seek out and, you know, work on. I'm not perfect. But one thing I try to um, practice in my life is to be at least neutral you know if you're not helping motivate somebody be at least neutral don't bring somebody down you know when you see an older person at a gay bar you know that is complimenting you or you know looking at you just see it as a compliment you know if they hit on you great it's a compliment you, you don't you're not forced to sleep with them acknowledge it they're a human being as well you know what i mean it's very important to respect your elders especially elders within your own community. You know what I mean? While giving women a voice is also very important to give black women a voice, you know, because they are the ones on the bottom of the of the a totem pole. When you're at work and there's somebody at work that doesn't necessarily fit the status quo, you know, they don't look the best, don't dress the best, don't talk the best or whatever it is, whatever it is that makes them socially awkward or socially weird, you know, instead of just discriminating against them or, or, you know, making them feel like less of a human being, you can try to engage in conversation, try to understand them and try to give them that, give them benefit of a doubt because you just never know. You know what I mean? And if, if they happen to not be your type of person, you move on, at least be neutral in that person's life as to be negative. Try to be positive to somebody or neutral, at least neutral, but never negative, because, again, it could be you. It could be you on the other end of the pole. It could be you at the end, at the other end. You could be that forgotten minority. You could be that black woman that you're overlooking. You could be that older gay man that you're overlooking. You could be that incel that you're overlooking. Humanity goes a long way. Thank you very much. That's the end of this episode, and I hope to see you in the next episode. Please follow me on Instagram at Let's Talk with Uche. And please follow me on Facebook at Let's Talk About Us with Uche. And if you have any suggestions or just want to show support or compliments, please email me at Let's Talk with Uche at gmail.com.